Welcome back to the With Ross pod. I'm Ross. Today we're talking about the great state of Texas. Every state in the U.S. is unique, but Texas stands alone in many regards. It's been said that the way that the rest of the world looks at the United States is the way Americans look at Texas, which is to say it's radically conservative, very proud of itself, it's freedom-obsessed, at least as a talking point, if not in reality. Everything's bigger than it ought to be. And if you meet someone from here, they're going to tell you with pride within the first few sentences of meeting them that they're from here. Texas's nickname is the Lone Star State, which comes from the fact that it used to be an independent republic and the state flag bears a star on it. In contrast to other states, the state flag is flown everywhere. Oftentimes it's flown with equal prominence or instead of the American flag. If many Texans had their way, it'd probably still be independent. But aside from its time as an independent republic, the land that is Texas has been controlled by many different countries over time. If you heard my episode about Austin a few shows back, you know that six different flags have flown over Texas. Texas is the second largest state by economic size behind California, second largest by geographic size, behind Texas or behind Alaska and second largest by population once again behind California it has a robust economy such that if it were a separate entity it would be the eighth largest economy in the world in terms of GDP ahead of countries like Brazil Canada and Russia the state is a interesting melting pot of people there's a nearly equal number of non-Hispanic whites, as there are Hispanic whites, making up 42% and 39% of the population respectively, according to the 2020 census. And keep in mind, Texas used to be Mexican territory. So for a long time, there's been this wonderful mix of Mexican and Spanish culture here alongside the American culture. And I don't have numbers, but a huge portion of people are bilingual And speaking Spanish is a requirement for many jobs in the state. Public signs are typically in Spanish and English, which is refreshing compared to the strictly English of most of the rest of the country. The black population has consistently been around 12% over the past few censuses, censuses, sensei. I don't know what that, how you say that. And the Asian population has been gaining steadily, making up about 6% of the population in the last census. Texans are known for being very friendly and welcoming to all comers. When you cross the state lines into Texas, you're greeted with a giant sign that says, Welcome to Texas. Drive friendly the Texas way. In absolute numbers, Texas was the fastest growing state in the United States from 2010 census to the 2020 census, adding 4 million people to its population. As a percentage, it was the third fastest growing during the same period behind Utah and Idaho. One thing that's really unique about Texas is that they use a private sector approach to many industries that other states have made public, such as electricity, schooling, and land management. And I'll tell you more about those in a moment. The state is known as a low-tax, low-service state, and as a result, the state has the seventh lowest tax burden in the entire country when factoring in state, local, property, and sales tax. As an aside, I just got my Texas plates 
and I had to schedule the DMV appointment a full month out, which was frustrating since I'm used to being able to do it on a walk-in basis. But once I was in there, it was relatively efficient. They were friendly and patient in that uniquely Texan way, which I cannot say about other state DMVs that I've dealt with. Back to the tax piece, Texas has no state income tax, largely due to the low tax burden. Texas shares the distinction of having the highest number of Fortune 500 headquarters in the country and over 600,000 millionaire households. Okay, on to the public-private industries I introduced a moment ago. All other states have a regional approach to electrical power distribution, not Texas. Texas is on its own power grid, the Texas Interconnection, which is a deregulated electric service. And what that means for the consumer is rather than only having one power company to choose from, as you do in other U.S. states, there's an open market of competing businesses so you can shop around for your provider. If you're not satisfied one, you can switch to another. The Texas Interconnection produces more than 380,000 gigawatt hours of power each year. It's a net exporter of power to the other grids. That is to say, it makes more power than the state can use, and it sells the excess to the uh, surrounding regional grids. 20% of Texas-generated power comes from wind, which is the most in the U.S. Solar is also making huge strides, and nuclear provides about 10% of the total output. I point those out because most people think of Texas and Texans as driving unnecessarily huge pickups and running their AC and being big consumers and polluters, which in fairness is true. It's one of the, the highest consuming states per capita, but they are actually making huge strides with renewable energy, which is great to see. Due to the huge oil industry, gas is currently the cheapest in the country. I paid somewhere between $2.70 and $2.80 per gallon last time I filled up. And let's talk about schools. There are over 1,000 school districts in the state, and all but one are independent of the municipal government in which they operate, which from my understanding is unique. Further, the Texas Education Agency has no authority over private or homeschool activities, so there's a lot more freedom in that regard. And this is interesting. Generally outlawed in most U.S. schools, corporal punishment is still used in many Texas schools, generally in the rural areas. Okay. I also told you about the private approach to land management. Considering how big the state is, the state of Texas doesn't own that much land. Rather, private citizens own the vast majority. Only 5% of the total area of Texas is owned by the state, compared to 95% by, 95 by private citizens. This is one of the highest private ownership ratios in the U.S. The national average for a state is a ratio of about 40% public to 60% private. So what the state will do is lease land from the private landowners to use for parks, public hunting, fishing, etc. Things that would normally be public land in other states. And additionally, there is a robust industry of private landowners who create private hunting experiences on their property. That is to say, you can pay the landowner to hunt on their property. Some of the issues Texas is facing. Healthcare. Texas is not known for its healthy citizens or its health care system. It's got the highest number of uninsured people in the entire country. Four Texas cities are ranked among the 
25 fattest in the U.S., the most obese. And there are a bunch of other health metrics where Texas is far behind the rest of the country, such as having the highest maternal mortality rate in the developed world, severe heart disease rates, all that barbecue, and many other unfavorable metrics related to health. Transportation. This is going to be largely anecdotal, but this state is built around cars. The entire U.S. is built around cars, but especially Texas. All the freeways are massive, eight lanes, 12 lanes. Even the largest freeway in the world is here in Texas with a staggering 26 lanes. And that would be the Katy Freeway in Houston. The speed limits are typically 70 to 85 miles per hour, which is another highest in the U.S., But if you know about the law of induced demand, more lanes does not equal less traffic. What has happened is that there are so many lanes and so much space that the suburbs have spread further and further. The urban sprawl just continues. So people commute longer and longer. Everyone has to have a ranch in Texas or at least a house with a yard. So there's an unusually low population density, even in the cities. Mix that with the cheap cost of gas and all the other relatively low car-related costs, and everyone drives everywhere. Public transport is virtually non-existent. And even in the heart of the cities, if you want to go somewhere, it's going to take 20 to 30 minutes. The neighborhood I live in consists of miles upon miles of residential zoning. So if I want to go to the nearest shopping plaza, I have to drive. It's really bad and unfriendly for, for pedestrian city planning. Okay, moving on. Texans love their freedom, which is great. So do I. But there is another side to that that I didn't think about while living in more restricted states. One example of this is leash laws. People don't really leash their dogs in public here. And sometimes these dogs are aggressive and will come up to my dog. Not a great situation. A few other examples of of some uniquely Texas freedom. There's no helmet laws. So you'll see motorcycle riders without helmets. Number two, you can own exotic animals. Think Tiger King, which by the way is in neighboring Oklahoma. That's that's not in Texas. And it's not uncommon to, I've been told that you might see a neighbor's escaped zebra running through the neighborhood. Did you know there's more tigers in captivity in Texas than there are in the wild in the rest of the world? Think about that for a moment. Number three, Very few restrictions on firearms. Texas has a deep firearms culture, and you'll see people carrying everywhere you go. You can own things like military tanks, flamethrowers, and certain automatic weapons. Probably one of the best places on earth for gun enthusiasts. And number four, finally, during COVID, Texas was in the news for its minimal approach to lockdowns. It was one of the first states to end mask mandates almost a full year ago. And more recently, the governor, Governor Abbott, actually signed an order prohibiting state and local governments from issuing vaccine mandates. Some closing thoughts about Texas. Life is just a little slower and friendlier in Texas. The people are incredibly welcoming, and it's a really diverse state. A really diverse state. Neighbors wave to you as you're driving down the street. I've seen several of those electronic notification signs on the freeway that say, slow down. You're already in Texas. So that's it for now. Thanks for listening. Bye.